12 Av, Yud Bez Av, Tzadik, His Conversations, 495. The Rebbe once told a story of how the Baal Shem Tov had on one occasion said a vertel, and in the world of Atzilut, they smiled. In other words, the Baal Shem Tov brought joy even to the world of emanation, so much so that they smiled at his vertel. 496. Once, the people with the Rebbe were talking about pride. The Rebbe said, Why do you need to talk about pride? Take me, I do not have any pride. In other words, how could it occur to you that you have anything to be proud about, considering that even I do not have any pride? For the Rebbe had already boasted that he was able to say of himself that he was devoid of pride. To be able to say this was the ultimate in true humility as we find in the case of Moses, who wrote of himself, and the man Moses was very humble. Numbers 12.3 Similarly, we find in the Talmud, Rabbi Yosef said, Do not say humility has departed from the world, for I am still here. Sota 49b 497 He greatly approved of those who were worthy of seeing him in a dream, even in his lifetime. He said that among his followers there were some to whom he appeared in a dream in the form of a very old man. He also said that if we were the kind of good Jews he wanted us to be, we would be able to hear very great and awesome things from him in a dream. The main thing was not to forget what we saw and heard in a dream, because there are times when one sees and hears something in a dream, but afterwards forgets it. This is because the thing he dreamed is snatched away and taken from him upon awakening. Wisdom. His Wisdom, 2.35 In Likutei Moharan 2.44, the Rebbe cautions us not to be overly stringent in any observance. The Rebbe quotes the Talmudic maxims, God does not rule over his creatures with tyranny, of Odazara 3a, and the Torah was not given to the ministering angels, Brachot 25b. See his wisdom number 30. The Rebbe also said, It is written that every person should choose one observance and keep it strictly with all its fine points. The Talmud alludes to this, where Rabbi Joseph asks Rabbah's son, With what observance was your father most careful? Shabbat 118b. Even with this observance, you should not be abnormally strict to the point of foolishness. Certainly do not let it make you depressed. Simply keep all its finer points without fanaticism. Keep one commandment strictly, but others need not be observed with any unnecessary stringency at all. It would be enough if we were worthy of keeping all the Torah's commandments according to the law, without going beyond it. The Rebbe was also very much against all the special stringencies that are observed on Pesach. Many people go so far in observing many fine points of custom that they are literally depressed by the holiday. He spoke about this at length. One of his followers once asked the Rebbe exactly how to act with regard to an ultra-stringent observance. The Rebbe made a joke of it. The Rebbe spoke about this quite often. He said that these ultra-strict practices are nothing more than confused foolishness. He told us that he had also been caught up in this and and would waste much time thinking up all sorts of unnecessary restrictions. The Aleph Bet Book Compassion and Mercy A 1 and 2 
Whoever shows compassion for the poor merits consolation from God. He will also always be victorious. 3 and 4. When there is no compassion, the world suffers from hunger. There is also an increase in theft. 5. A person who prays fervently merits having compassion for the poor. 6. One who has no compassion goes crazy. 7. One who repays bad with good lives a long life. 8. By being compassionate, your lustful desires will be eliminated. 9. By ignoring your brother when you see that he is in trouble, it is as if you were responsible for that trouble. 10. One who sees a fellow Jew suffering should pray for mercy. Muharan 2, Lesson number 7. 7. The sage and tzaddik who merits to comprehend these makifim must be able to teach both those who dwell up above and those who dwell down below. This means that he must be able to show those people who are at a high spiritual level that they actually know nothing at all about God, as in, what have you seen? What have you understood? Conversely, he must be able to show those who dwell down below, that is, those people who, because of their sins, literally reside in the earth, in the deepest pits of spiritual decline, that God is still with them, by them, and close to them. He must strengthen and fortify these people, so that they do not give up on themselves, God forbid, under any circumstances. The true tzaddik is only called a tzaddik when he has this power to teach both those who dwell up above and those who dwell down below. Moreover, he must blend these two approaches together, showing those who dwell down below something of what he teaches those who dwell up above. And he must show those who dwell up above something of what he teaches those who dwell down below. In this way, he sustains them all with the enormity of his power, in order that they should have fear and awe of God. 8. This sage of the generation must also know how to speak with each and every person, and how to make offense for his words. Avot 6.6 This means that he must know how to keep silent when necessary, so that his listeners do not entertain questions and answers that are forbidden for them to entertain. 9. Through the hints and allusions that the true Rav conveys to his students. Since, when the Rav learns with his students and instills knowledge and fear of heaven in them, there are things he cannot explain to them explicitly. So he makes offense for his words, and he intimates these things to his students by means of hints, which are associated with the hands, for he gives his students hints and indications with his hands. Then, through these hints, livelihood and sustenance are elicited. 10. A person who wants to draw down livelihood for those people who are dependent on him needs to be a man of valor and not the opposite, what people, what people call a shlemazelnik, a hapless individual. This is because a person must possess a little bit of dominion, and, in turn, he will be able to draw down livelihood and stories. The Melancholy Saint Sadness is a very despicable trait. One must keep oneself from it completely. One must encourage and uplift oneself. A person must realize that every time he makes even the slightest motion to serve God, it is very precious in God's eyes. This is true even if that person only moves himself by a single hair's breadth. This is because a person exists in a physical body in the lowest of the worlds. 
Therefore, every movement is extremely difficult for him and is very precious in God's eyes. There was once a tzaddik who became very depressed and melancholy. This depression and melancholy caused the tzaddik great difficulty, and it became worse and worse. He fell into lassitude and heaviness, where it was literally impossible for him to move. He wanted to make himself happy and uplift himself, but it was impossible for him to do anything. Whenever he found something that would make him happy, the evil one would find sadness in it. Therefore, it was impossible for him to do anything to make himself happy, since in everything he found sadness. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 199, With God's Help, Sunday, Shoftim, 5595, Breslov. My dear beloved son, I sent you a long letter this morning. Afterwards, the order came from the police that I must leave here for Nemirov. It was only with difficulty that I managed to get permission to remain here a few more days, as Reb Nachman of Tulchin, the carrier of this letter, will tell you. At the moment, I have to encourage myself with the teaching, in suffering you gave me relief, with the gifts of relief contained within the suffering itself. A person can live a true life in Nemirov, too. God is my hope that I will soon return here. Beyond this, you can understand for yourself how busy and preoccupied I am right now. I cannot go on at all. The words of your father, waiting for salvation. Nussan's letters, year two. Letter number 452. Greetings to my illustrious friend, Reb Abala. May his light shine. I have not yet received a response to my first letter, which I mentioned above, and at the moment I have no time at all. God willing, when I receive your letter with the money that you promised, I will give you a proper response with God's help, including words of truth and righteousness emanating from the flowing spring, the source of wisdom. Greetings to my friend, Reb Moshe Malamed. May his light shine. Let him be sure to keep his promise. You will understand for yourselves that the wedding has been postponed until after Pesach, and I am extremely upset about it. This will also add to the expense. The expenses for my daughter-in-law of blessed memory, who passed away, also amounted to a sizable sum. May God have compassion and save us and turn everything into good. You do your part, and God will finish for you for the best. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love, to each one of them according to his own high level. It is impossible right now to address everyone individually. Save us, God. Our eyes are lifted to you. Nonetheless, Ashrenu, Ashrenu, happy are we that we are not opponents of a light such as the Rebbe. This is particularly true for me, poor man that I am. God knows that this is my entire comfort in my destitution. Blessed be our God who created us for his glory and separated us from those who err in so many ways and gave us his Torah of truth. Had your Torah not been my delight, I would have perished in my destitution. This is my comfort in my destitution. Your Torah has given me life. Nasan, Shemot HaTzadikim, Names of Tanaim and Amoraim, Hey, ben hey hey ben hey hey Barhedya, Hugras ben Levi, Al-Hashir, Hun B'Reidah Rav Nachman, Rav Huna Reish Galut, Rav Huna Stam, Rav Huna Bar Rav Katino, Rav Huna Bar Ashi Hakadmon, 
Huna Mar, or Mar Huna Baravashi, Rav Huna Tsipora'o, Rav Huna Bereda Rav Yehoshua, Rav Huna Bar Chia, the father of Levi, Rav Huna Bar Chayun or Chalvun, Rav Huna Bagdata'a, Rav Huna Bar Matna, Rav Huna Bar Yosef, Rav Huna Bar Manyumi, Rav Huna Bar Torta, Rav Huna Bar Sechora, Huna Mar Bereda Rav Idi, Rav Huna Bar Berechia, Rav Huna Bar Chaluv, Huna Bereda Mar Zutra, Rav Huna Bar Rav Iko, Rav Huna Bar Papi, Huna Bar Chaniloi, Huna Mar Bereda Rava Parziki, Rav Huna Bereda Rava, Rav Huna Midam Haria, Rav Huna Bar Manoach, Rav Huna Bar Chinina or Bar Chanina, Rav Huna Mar Bar Rav Nachman, Huna Mar Bereda Rav Nechemia, Rav Huna Mar Bar Avia, Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, Rav Huna Mi Barnish, Rav Huna Misura, Rav Huna Bereder of Pinchas, Rav Huna Bar Geniva, Rav Huna Safra de Sidra, Rav Huna Bar Acha, Rav Huna Bereder of Eloi, Huna Bar Tachlifa, Huna Bereder of Hillel, Rav Huna Bar Bivi, Rav Huna Bereder of Yirmiya Bar Abba. Reb Prayers 2, Prayer number 33 on the Kutei Moharan 2, 67. All of the true tzaddikim, who constitute the beauty of the generations, have passed away in our days, due to our many sins. You alone know their great stature, strength, and holiness. Your name is partnered with their name, and when their name is magnified, your name is magnified. Because of our many sins, they died prematurely. Woe! What has happened to us in these generations? Because of the cloudiness of our awareness, no one realizes the hardship of this distress and adversity, how far it reaches, the effect of this great blow, these deeply concealed blows. A blow that is not written in the Torah. Our sages teach that this refers to the death of the true tzaddikim. They died in our generations due to our sins, transgressions, and offenses. Woe, woe, woe! Woe to us for what we have lost because of our sins. Woe for what has been and no longer exists. The righteous man has died, and no one takes it to heart. Men of kindness are gathered in, and no one understands that the righteous man has been gathered in due to the evil. Master of the world, master of all, we caused what we caused with our sins. We destroyed our temple, and the true tzaddikim died for our sins. Help us from now on at any rate. Arise every night at midnight and break our hearts as we weep profusely with many tears for our grave sins that caused all of this, so that we have been left like orphans without a father, like those who go astray with no one to seek them, like those who are far away with no one to bring them close. There is no one to stand up on our behalf. Master of the world, have compassion on us for the sake of your name. See our lowliness and disgrace. Look from heaven and see that we have become an object of derision and scorn. The Plague of Dispute It is not enough that we are disgraced and lowly among the nations that every day stand against us to destroy us, and you rescue us from their hand. But within your nation of Israel itself, dispute has greatly increased. Great discord has arisen among the Torah sages until their hearts are divided against each other and each one is disgraced and foul in the eyes of the other, until the strength of the porter has collapsed. 
treasured souls. Master of the world, filled with compassion, arouse your compassion for your children. May your insides moan for us. Have pity, mercy, and compassion for the remnant of the refugees of your nation, the house of Israel. You who are filled with compassion, how can you refrain from having compassion on these oppressed souls, the souls of your nation of Israel, who roll in the avenues, marketplaces, and streets, these exceedingly precious souls who are spilled out at the head of all of the avenues? The prophet Jeremiah lamented repeatedly for every soul, as it is written, How has the gold dimmed? How has the finest gold gold changed? The holy stones are spilled out at the head of every street. The precious children of Zion, comparable to fine gold, how they are regarded as earthen pitchers, the works of the potter's hands. Master of the world, master of the entire world, you alone know the mighty, precious, beautiful holiness of these treasured souls, these holy stones that are now spilled out at the head of every avenue, and no one gathers them into the house. Because of our sins, the true tzaddikim, who are called the head of the house, who are the masters of the house of the world, passed away. When they were in the world, and their names were magnified in the world, the world had a master of the house, and then we were all called the children of the house. But from the day that they died for our sins, and their holy and awesome beauty, glory, and grace were hidden away, we have wandered and been unsettled, and the precious souls of your nation, the house of Israel, roll about at the head of every avenue. For the masters of the world, the great tzaddikim who are called the head of the house, have left the world. Even the faint impression that remains of their fame because of their holy books and precious students is deeply hidden behind every sort of immeasurable obscurity and concealment.